we're back for week two of Frank's Castle. Yeah, all because of Twitter. That's uh, the name it settled on. Yep, that's all you guys. You made it happen. Yep, and the logo doesn't have an apostrophe because I'm not quite sure where it goes. Before yeah. or after the S. Pretty sure after, but looks weird. Frank's. Well, no, it would be before because it's Frank's Castle. Yeah, but isn't the apostrophe before the S shorthand for like Frank is Castle? I think it's both. I don't know. See? That's why the logo is like, fuck it, no hey, apostrophe. If we can't figure it out, just leave it out. Yeah. Don't worry, someone will tell us in the comments section it'll be fixed on like week three. Hey, at least somebody's <laughs> watching. Yeah, somebody. So, what's going on? Alright, so let's see. New with me this week. Well, we were going to record last night. Yes. So yeah, we delayed it tonight and... Recorded after work for me. You had off today. Exactly. So do you like doing it after work or waiting? Uh, or when your waiting. day off? I like... I don't know. I like it on my day off. Because usually after work, I'm really stressed out, so... Oh, like me tonight now? Yeah, exactly. Usually we're both stressed out, but... Yeah. So what sucks about that is you came here like shortly after midnight... Yep. So I came directly home, so now Jesse has a baseline of how long it should take me to get home. <laughs> so that kind of fucked up my, like, going on Pokemon Go adventures after work. That's what I was doing before I got here. <laughs> I did no bullshit. Some dude was, I thought he was following me. All, all the way from my house here, I guess I started getting scared, so I, like, went down another road and then he turned off. So I was like, alright, I get to live another night. <laughs> yeah, so I come home and you're already here. Should I be worried? No. I said if you weren't doing anything later, did you want to come over and <laughs> record a podcast? Not fuck my wife. Frank, you can't say that. Oh, wait, we can. We can say whatever we want. I forgot. Oh. And if I cross the line, I can just cut it out. Or tell me cut you cut it, it out. out. <laughs> All right, Joey Gladstone. Or tell me you cut it out and then leave it in there. Why? Did I leave something in episode one I was supposed to cut? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we haven't talked in a little while. The revised Sonic trailer, I watched it today. I, yeah. I don't know if they have like a second one or it was the newest one that I watched. Well, they they redid Sonic completely. Yeah, because I, I, I remember the other one, it looked like just like a... A know, crackhead? Yeah, like an like <laughs> animal version of a crackhead. And then they redid it, and now it's a like cartoon version, and I just don't know how I feel about either one. <laughs> I think Sonic is really like improved in a good way. But there's a bit about Jim Carrey in the movie as Robotnik that yeah. bugs me. And that's like when he's like alone dancing. Yeah. Like the that, guy brings him the coffee. Yeah, that, like, that that bothers me. I'm like, we never see like Robotnik do shit like that. It was weird. And then like you see him with a bald head like once, but then in 95% of the trailer, <laughs> he has hair. So it's going to be like the last scene he shaves his head. <laughs> He goes crazy. He does a fucking commando. Uh, that it might be good. I don't know. It comes out like right before my birthday. I think like in February. Yeah, it actually comes out on Valentine's Day. Another thing, since we're on the topic of movies, well, that's well, that's much- what the whole shit's about. There's your answer. Um, I saw that Matthew McConaughey is going to be Two Face. I don't know what kind of movie they're doing. I guess what Robert Pattinson. Or- Wait, I didn't see that. Yeah. When did that hit? I was like a couple of days ago. I somehow missed that. Yeah. I I love fucking uh, 
Matthew McConaughey. Jesus, my mind is going. Wait, yeah. the sangria is kicking. Wait, in. you love fucking Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> okay, just to no, as an actor. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> is that what he told you afterwards? Oh, How was I? All right. <laughs> nah, but I think I think that'll be good. Probably do a good job. I mean, Matt Reeves is directing it. I'm on board with that because I loved his last two Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Cloverfield's good. Never seen it. You haven't seen Cloverfield? It's Phil- somewhere over there. Somebody, I can't say their name, let me borrow it and then I never watched it and had to return it to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I saw that and then I saw... um Joker 2 is in early development. Very early, but it's going to take place years after. But we already knew they were going to do that. It's Well, well they said he only wanted to do one movie, but then it made a billion dollars. Now he has an idea for yeah, the second sign one. sign me up. In Marvel news, uh, they announced a few more release dates. No idea what they're going to be. Yeah. But I now we're going to be getting four Marvel movies a year. And I feel like that that's pushing it, I think. Yeah. I mean, but like they're already at three. Start of the summer, middle of the summer, and usually around November. Yeah, but I'm just curious to see because like we've talked about this before. You know, with Endgame being so good, and then kind of you know building that you know Marvel train back up, and you know building up the characters again for like another Avengers type movie. You know, I'm curious to see, you know, how that's going to play out. Like, I'm sure they have something kind of planned. Like, I think they have an idea of what they want to head towards, but I think that's going to be a hard... Like, they're going to have to spend a while building up other characters before trying to do another team-up. Exactly. But, I mean, you have, you know, Disney Plus now to fill in some of the gaps to kind of add to the story. I'm sure, you know, the movies obviously are going to add a lot to it. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's a pretty exciting time. Yeah. And speaking of Disney+, Plus, I, I'm going to talk a little bit about work that's going to make you angry. Why? I got a work email, and they, they have a special for us. We can get Fios Gigabyte Speed with a year at Disney+. Plus. For $35 a month. Are you serious? Yeah. <sighs> Alright, I'm done. Just <laughs> stop this right now. We'll start it another night. I just signed up. Well, looks like I gotta cancel my cable tomorrow. That's bullshit. <laughs> well, when you signed up the first time, you didn't do a work thing, right? No. So try and push that on them. Uh, yeah, that's true. That way you get your six bucks a month and... Hella fast internet. That's true. Um, plus, I didn't sign up. I stole it from somebody else. But anyway, wait, what? wait what's up? It's someone else's name. <laughs> hey, this ain't about me. <laughs> wait, is it really someone else's name? Yeah. Good, cancel that shit. Get it your name. <laughs> so, along with this, did you see all the Netflix stuff, like with Nickelodeon that they're trying to do? Yeah, like Netflix is teaming up with Nickelodeon, then. Someone else is signed. Oh, yeah. HBO Max is teaming up. Although, I don't know why that's news. What is that? I didn't know. HBO Max. Yeah. They're doing their own streaming service. So, you may have HBO at home, but 
Max is going to be something entirely different that you need to subscribe to. They but get, they got to get their shit together. But yeah, people are saying like they're surprised that like you know they teamed up. Now they're going to have a bunch of Cartoon Network, their whole back catalog, and I don't know why people are surprised because you know AT and T like for probably twenty years HBO has been owned by the same people that own Warner Brothers. Cartoon Network's owned by Warner Brothers. Like it's all like a parent company just starting their own streaming service, so they're going to have plenty of content. And the thing is, <clears throat> with anything, with two different companies, when they're competing, you already know who wins. That's us. You know, because you want to try to make your streaming service the best it could be. The competitor, you know, wants to put everything they can, and then we're reaping the benefits. Except for we have to buy each one, but... Yeah. Although Disney, I feel like, with Disney Plus this week, they kind of shot themselves in the foot because, like, Pretty much it's their entire catalog, and I buy physical movies a lot of. I was sitting there thinking about that, <laughs> because I'm looking at my Voodoo app, and I'm like, well, this is never going to get opened, <laughs> because it's 90% Marvel, so I already have that. But, hey. And, like, I've been streaming, like, some of their 4K content, and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was... What was it? I actually had streaming I was streaming Iron Man on Disney Plus same and I had the 4K Blu-ray in at the same time what and I was flipping back and forth looking at the quality yeah and physical is still better but really not by much at all yeah I mean I I was gonna save this for when we really sink our teeth into Iron Man but since we're talking about quality, probably the last time I watched Iron Man, I was probably on DVD, so, like, <laughs> ten years ago. So when I'm watching it, I was like, holy shit, look at the detail in these <laughs> mountains in the, in the opening scene. I just couldn't get over it. But, yeah, I mean, it, what about the uh, the Star Wars series that's on there? I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but I plan on that. The, the Mandalorian? Yeah. I, the first episode, I really didn't care for too much. Okay. Until the ending. Yeah. And then it's pretty much, that ending is what the series is about now. Okay. So and now I'm on board. Up. I'll probably check it out here, maybe tomorrow. And, oh, here's the sad thing about Disney Plus. What's that? My Star Wars Blu-ray box sets. I'll probably <laughs> never touch those again because it's 4K on there. Jesus. It just killed your whole collection. Look at that. <laughs> like, yeah, and that that's kind of the sad part, but I, the thing is, with Disney Plus, it just launched. We don't know about movies going forward, how long of a window we're going to have yeah, true. between coming out on Blu-ray and physical and their service. I mean, yeah, Endgame is on there, and okay. That came out a couple months ago, so that's not too long of a wait. But they could have just put... They were going to... Originally, it was supposed to come on there in, like, December or January. Yeah. But really, they just... That's an investment for them, putting as much recent content on there. Mm-hmm. Like, the past couple of months, they put out all the MCU movies in 4K and all the Disney animated ones in 4K to where they were dropping them, like, on one week, like, six movies at a time. Yeah. And that was just so they would be out there on physical for the people that wanted it, just because they knew when the streaming service came out. They're part of a dip in sales. 
with that type of stuff because maybe not as many people are going to go out and buy it. But then the other thing is they could do like how they always do like the Disney vault thing. Yeah. Have movies on there for a little while, then take them off of Plus to make people want to go out and buy them and vice versa. So I still think Disney Plus is a little bit dangerous as far as for the collector at home. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's Disney. They're out to make money. I mean... Oh, yeah. At the same time, you know, they just had 10 million people sign up. That's another 7 million a month they're making. As opposed to, I'm sure there are a huge number of people that don't buy any of the movies. So they... It's... They're probably making more money off the people that don't collect than they are the collector. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, we dived deep into, like, actual stuff, and I still haven't even told you the best part about my week. (laughs) I can't wait for that. Yesterday, Mm. I almost died. I gotta hear this. I almost died by the very thing I knew I would probably die from one day. What? Pussy. Okay, now let me reward the actual story. All right, put the kids to bed. We're about to hear a real good story. Well, it starts off with me putting the kids to bed. (laughs) See? All right, so the reason why we didn't record last night was Jesse was in the ER. Mm -hmm. So around 8 o'clock, you know, she wanted me to go there. So we have four kids at home. They're in bed. The oldest is old enough to, you know, be in charge. So it's not like I abandoned them at home. Yeah. That is key. For legal reasons, <laughs> the oldest is legally responsible like to be here, okay? I'm not a bad parent. I leave around 8 o'clock. I go to the ER, and Jesse's still in, like, she already had, like, tests done or whatever. I'm not getting, into, like, all the medical stuff and why yeah. she was there because it's no one's business. Exactly. But she's not back in a private room yet, but she's been seen. Yeah. I take like a two-hour nap in the waiting room. I'm just clonked out. Because I had been up all day early. Yeah. So, you know, we get in there, we get seen. Eventually, we get out around 12. We get home at 12.30, okay? So, I had been gone for four and a half hours. The kids are fine. They're fine. However... This happened one time, like, when we first got the cat, or the cat did it one time by, it's, okay. We open the door and we come in and all we smell is gas. That's probably not going to be The gas kit, the cat kicked. Oh, shit. Like, turned, like, because the cat jumped on there before and missed and hit the knob. Oh. So, I think. Yeah. She hit the knob again. So, I don't know how long, but. I we, I open up all the windows, and like, fucking gas leak. <laughs> that is some scary shit to come to. Because I remember being a kid, a house not too far from here. I remember reading the story. People heard it. Like I even heard it living out in the middle of nowhere. Same thing, kind of thing happened. There was a gas leak. The father was home alone, or came home middle of the night or whatever. Flipped on a light switch. House blew up. Holy left a shit. crater. This is over in uh, Royal Grant. Wow. So I'm fucking paranoid because, like, we have lights on. Yeah. The heater is right there. spark or something. And so I'm quickly opening the windows. I'm looking online. I look at the thermostat. Last year I installed a Nest thermostat, and I'm very glad I did. 
Why? Because I'm cheap when it comes to bills and heating my house. Yeah. But I want to be comfortable. So my thermostat is set to where if both me and Jesse aren't here, it kicks it down to 65. Oh, okay. Well, I look at the thermostat and the temperature in the house is at 66. Huh. And one more degree cooler, that heater would have kicked on. And had we been any longer, I don't know what the hell would have happened. Holy shit. And like, yeah, that shook me for like the rest of the night. I'm it's like shaking me right now. I know. <laughs> My God. That's some scary shit, Frank. Yeah, so the cat tried to take out the entire family last night. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even see a cat right now. I didn't know you had one until you told me. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're actually sleeping upstairs with the kids. Ah, okay. But they weren't last night. Wow. Well, no, one cat does, but the cat that hit the stove before, she kind of roams around. Did you find out what cat did the stove? Interrogate them both. (laughs) Get the bathtub water running. I was reading something the other day. It's kind of like a spoiler for uh, the Eternals. Do you want to know it? I don't. I could give a shit less I mean, about it's, it. It's probably going to be so long you probably forget it by then. But I was reading something and they had um the the uh, two of the Eternals. They were Thanos's parents. So. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I guess it's a spoiler. Okay, so if, if that's the case. Yeah. So, Thanos is their son? Yeah, they were holding him like a baby. Then in that case, the dad better be voiced or played by Liam Neeson? It might be. Or Mel Gibson. Hey, I'll take either one. <laughs> but yeah, The I- Avengers get a phone call from Liam Neeson. You've killed my son. <laughs> I have a set of skills. Good luck. Or we just get <laughs> Mel Gibson yelling out, "Give me back my son!" <laughs> oh, but yeah, either way, that. that's a win. Oh yeah, definitely. It, I see it as an absolute win. <laughs> but yeah, I read that and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty interesting." I'll probably forget by the time the movie comes out. Probably won't see it either. It yet. might not even like have anything to do with it. Yeah, we know. Yeah, that's true. In the comics, they might just cut it out completely. Because that that would be weird. All right, so you want to be an Avenger? Yeah. Okay, let me go over your resume. It says here your dad was Thanos. Oh, <laughs> uh, we well, or no, you are the oh, you're the parent of Thanos. Yeah, you, you fucked well, up, baby Thanos. Like yeah, <laughs> they can't see us, but oh shit. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So there's some rumors going around about you know one of the shows for Disney Plus, the mm-hmm. What If series. Yeah. Apparently now Robert Downey's going to reprise his role of Iron Man. Oh, shit. What, like, what if, to me, like, there's always been comic books of what if. I have one hanging up on the wall upstairs. I love it, and I bought it just for the irony. Mm. It was a what if Captain America was sold out today. Oh, shit. <laughs> that would have been funny. So it's like, okay, they, they already made that movie. <laughs> But, like, I think, like, on it, like, he's trying to, like, stop the assassination of JFK. Oh, okay. So, apparently, if Captain America was there, that would never have happened. Wow. Which, I think that's kind of bullshit, because in Iron Man 3, the vice president gets kidnapped. No, no, the president gets kidnapped. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, Captain America wasn't around. That's true. Alright, so... Anything else about your week you want to talk about before we dive in? Um, 
it's been it's pretty One basic. Week. Yeah, pretty basic week. I've been uh, just looking forward to you know recording. Yeah, I had a, a lot of um, good times last week, so uh, <laughs> I want to have some more. And I well, wanna... you, we say that now before the first episode gets out. Yeah, that's true. And, and so with this episode, people can like tell how excited we are. Oh yeah. But then when the third one comes out, we may have some feedback. So that's when our like morale just starts to tank there. <laughs> so enjoy this episode. We're probably at the peak. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. Have Like I said earlier, I hadn't seen Iron Man in probably 10 years. And honestly... Okay. We're going to talk about Iron Man now. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. See, we're, we're you know, getting the cobwebs yeah, off. Yeah, we got to have know. little intros, you know. Yeah, play. Yeah. Next time on Frank's Castle. Put that at the end. Wait, did you say castle or asshole? Oh, it's both. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, what I was saying, last time I saw Iron Man, it was literally like 10 years ago. It's probably on standard definition. And <laughs> I honestly don't remember any of it. It felt like I was watching it for the first time, but... I really enjoyed it, um, you know, knowing everything that I know from Endgame and, you know, watching it again. It's the first time, obviously, that I've seen it since seeing Endgame, and I just really enjoyed it. Yeah, like, I, I did a fresh rewatch of it, although it's probably, like, the fourth or fifth time I've seen it this year. <laughs> but yeah, Iron Man came, back, came out in 2008 at the time I was managing the movie theater here. And so we got to see it a few days early at like eight in the morning. Wow. Like, because, yeah, I was managing the movies here at the time. And when the trailer came out, I was working at where I'm working right now. Yeah. <laughs> and when the trailer came out, every day when I would wake up, like I had a download on the Xbox 360. Every morning I was watching that trailer because I couldn't wait for it. Yeah. And then I'm managing the theater, and it comes out, and we find out that it'll be unlocked because with it being digital projection, they send like keys, like digital keys that will let you like you can start playing it from this time to this time. Okay. So it's you know, I don't know if they do it now with MCU, but we had a couple days before to watch it, so it unlocked at 8 a.m. I was already there. I had that shit loaded up, ready. Had a few other people from the theater there, and. Oh, 8 a.m. hits. It's playing. Wow. And I'm just loving it. And then the credits start playing, and everyone is just getting up going, and one of the projections is going, yeah, I'm going to go up and shut it off. I said, no, 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 no. I'm watching it all. Yeah. And then the end credit scene was there. I'm the only one in the theater there. Like, all the employees left. I... And... Frank, I don't mean to cut you off, but I don't think I watched the end credit scene. Now that you brought this up. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> well, all right, what was it? Uh, Tony gets home, and Jarvis starts talking like he, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, he's shutting down. Like, welcome home, and he just shuts down. Yeah. And then, like, Tony goes, who the hell are you? And that's when Nick Fury starts talking. Oh, okay. So, at this point, no one knew about... Okay. You know, Samuel Jackson being in the movie or whatever. Yeah. And then he goes, you know, you think you're the only one in the world, like the only superhero in the world. You're just starting something bigger. You just don't know it yet. Okay. And he goes, I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger initiative. 
And I about like shit and came in my pants at the same time watching that. That's hot. And like I'm the only one there, and everyone's gone. So that day I'm going. You don't know. Like, there's shit after it. Like they're gonna make the Avengers movie. Damn. And then they're like, "Well, what's the Avengers?" And I'm like, "They all team up." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. And then like I remember going like, "Oh, like because Marvel Studios like we're getting an Incredible Hulk this year, so maybe Hulk's gonna be part of the Avengers." Like, why would Hulk team up with Iron Man? That's dumb. I'm like, oh, you fucking non. Get away from me! <laughs> You're, I wanted to fire you. <laughs> uh, but, but watching it, there was one thing that bothered me. Uh, All right, you're gonna be able to relate to this. It's probably gonna bother you too. I don't know if you picked it up or not. In the beginning, when he's at the casino, all of his chips are on the layout. <laughs> I said, that's that, he can he can cheat so easily. I said that is not real. But he has a massive amount though. Yeah, but they're not going to be right on the layout. I said, damn it. I don't know. Maybe rich people get away with things that a casino that maybe they shouldn't. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then watching it also, um, like, how do you think like Pepper felt when he was like just bringing home random women and just taking them up there and then she's just like all right here's here's your coat you know uh oh so you still work for him yeah i do whatever he needs including taking out the trash yeah oh, i fucking love that, that was line a good like but at that point here's the thing at that point they weren't romantically involved she was just his assistant yeah, who true. then looking into it through today's eyes be like, oh, okay, he's a man in power, and he uses it to end up hooking up with an assistant that he's a boss of. Yeah. Tony D, baby. Uh... Oh, but it's different, because he's charming. Uh... Uh, objectively, if he was a real person, he's a scumbag. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And what's... One thing I hated about them, well, not hated, this again back when I was managing the theater, people complained a lot about the movie. Really? Because a lot of people want to show up not on time to a movie. <laughs> like, they go, okay, we're just going to add a half hour and just walk in at the beginning. That doesn't always work. So they don't see, like, the previews ending and the movie starting. And people were coming out constantly complaining that the movie started in the middle. Oh, my God. Because they weren't understanding that, okay, the movie's going to show him getting attacked. And then it and goes then back, back up. Yeah. And, like, so all these people coming out complaining. And while they're complaining, they're missing the whole 72 hours early. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so people were complaining a lot about that. And... Like you said, it's hard watching these movies now that everything we've seen and know in Endgame. Oh, yeah. I like seeing stuff mirrored in Endgame that is in Iron Man. Yeah. Like, the whole convoy in the beginning when, like, he's doing the picture with the guy and he's like, oh, I don't want to see this up when you're MySpace. Yeah. That really dates the movie. <laughs> yeah. We're already maybe at the point now where some people aren't going to know what the fuck that is. Oh, man. Which makes me appreciate the line in Endgame. When he's talking to the helmet, recording for Pepper, and says, please don't post this on social media. Yeah, they learn from their <laughs> mistake. Because, <laughs> uh, like, 
Facebook, nah, they're kind of hitting uh, some, you know, rocky yeah. area right now. Oh, yeah. I already know some people that delete everything. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> the only reason I can't do it is because my Facebook is linked to the games that I play on my phone. <laughs> so if I delete it, I get locked out of them. <laughs> Trust me. I've done it before. I said, well, we're getting this back. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Facebook had my privacy. I'm not starting over. It's fucking Angry Birds. Yeah, fuck it. I'm on level 800. <laughs> That's dedication. Uh, but yeah. Um, no, go ahead. But speaking of like mobile games, I hate it when they don't offer like cloud saves. Oh yeah. There have been so many games when like I've like I've spent actual money on some things in it. Like play it every day. Watch tons of ads on them. Get a new phone. Got to start over from the beginning. I'm never touching that game again. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'm I- like. What sucks is now some of them have now offered cloud save and just makes me more angry. Yeah. Yeah, speaking not to get off track. I mean, we always get off track on here, so yeah. but like with the saving and everything, I remember back in the day like with memory cards and stuff. <laughs> if you if, <laughs> I've told this story so many times. If I would play something through, right, and something happens and I don't save or, you know, the power gets shut off in my house for whatever reason, and I have to go back through that whole thing I just did. I'm gonna find something else to do. I I can't do it. It just it just pisses me off. Yeah, but, like and then auto saving would piss me off on some games. Like the first Halo took me well too much. It uh, it took me way too long to beat. Yeah. Because I got frustrated because it auto saved at a spot where I'm getting attacked by the flood, and it auto saved when I had like minimum health. Yep. So every time I started the game up, one hit and I'm dead. Oh yeah, it was like it was. It was like I'm, I'm playing fucking Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. but for real, but fucking, in a video game. Fucking Final Fantasy. I'm going into a boss battle. Saved. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Shit, I didn't buy any potions. <laughs> just get wiped out, and then I just I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not gonna play this anymore until ten years down the road when a remaster comes out. I'll buy it again and get stuck in the same spot. Are you stuck in the same spot? Uh, not, no, but you're always buying <laughs> potions. Dude, I have so many fucking potions. People buy the potions off of me in the game. They think I'm selling them. You bought so many, you become an NPC. <laughs> uh, but anyway. But yeah, one I every time I feel like I watch Iron Man, I pick up a little bit more. Like when they're doing the whole montage in the beginning in Vegas... You actually see the headlines of, like, his parents dying in the car crash. Yeah. And it's like, I want to say, there's no way they could have, like, thought everything out like that way back then. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. So I really feel like all the writers of all these movies have really, like, found, like, the right threads to pull on. Yeah, connect different shit together. Like, I feel like every writer for the MCU just sits down and watches all the movies up until that point that they can. Maybe get scripts of the ones that, like, that's the other thing. They're going to, like, start doing four a year. Imagine being a writer that's writing, like, movie number five that takes place after four movies that aren't out yet that change drastically during editing. Yeah, that's true. Like, in Endgame, the the actual, like, you know, Tony snapping. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, they did a reshoot on that when he said, I am Iron Man. That shot was the very last finished shot of the movie, because, like, also because of how late it was in. Mm-hmm. 
it got finished two weeks before the world premiere. Oh, shit. So imagine the frustration level of, like, a writer on, like, movie number five, four not out yet, and you gotta somehow connect things. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe Kevin Feige, like, has the threads planned out. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, you gotta somehow work in this and this movie, this and that movie, maybe. This. Yeah. Leave a lot of uh, open-ended stuff, you know, for later on, too. Like, speaking of what you were saying, when... Like it was like a it brought a tear to my eye when um he I think he was making a speech and he was like, you know, I never got to say goodbye to my dad and then you flash to Endgame and that's him saying goodbye to his dad and it just means that much more. Yeah, like I think I think he makes that comment in Civil War. Uh huh. After he does the demonstration with the Barf technology. Okay. That became the whole setup for Far From Home. Yeah. Which was Kind of forced, but yeah. <laughs> but hey, I liked it. I like how uh, you know they incorporated all that in. But uh, we can't talk about that now because that's going to be a long time mm-hmm. away. Now, Obadiah dies in the movie. Apparently, I think. Yeah, I think so. They don't show a body. So, like when Civil War came out, they go into raft the underwater prison that mm-hmm. was floating out there. I was really hoping that so in like Obadiah like in a cell. Yeah, that would be cool. Because okay, yeah, he kinda like at the end of the movie, you know, gets zapped by everything, falls down. Cody got zapped too, but he lived. Yeah, that's true. So another thing that connected um Endgame also when uh when he was yelling at that scientist with the male pattern baldness, <laughs> and I put that together, I was like, "Hey, that's the dude from." Uh, well, it's not even Endgame; it was um, Far From Home, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, so were you watching Iron Man? That's when you put it together. Yeah, not when they actually reshowed a scene in <laughs> Far From Home. No, I was just sitting there at the theater, like, oh, I wonder what the fuck that's from. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you didn't realize? I don't know. Like, I'm getting this shit pieced together like a weird-ass fucking puzzle. Like, you're fucking memento. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm loving it. It's like, you saw Endgame, now you have all these weird-ass <laughs> clues just written all over your body. Hey. Like, male pattern baldness. What the fuck's shit. that about? Who's this guy yelling at this other guy? <laughs> oh, that's him. He's just trying to make a nut? Why are you yelling at him? <laughs> Tony Stark built this in a cave <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of scraps. I was like, wait a minute. I already seen this scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they couldn't make Obadiah a big enough asshole. <laughs> they had him driving around on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking a cigar. You can't get any more asshole-ish than that. Now, there is one thing I kind of wish they were able to work in in later movies. Like when he like when he's leaving Vegas and goes out to his car. Yeah. And the reporter shows up. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah. And the Vanity Fair chick. Yeah. And he says that, you know, as soon as, like, his weapons aren't needed, he'll start building, like, children's hospitals and bricks and beams. Yeah. I kind of wish we got to see, like, maybe, like, during the five-year span from Infinity War to Endgame, he build a children's hospital. Yeah. That would be a cool, you know, little tidbit to throw in there. Now... There is one thing in the movie that I quote a lot, and I don't think Jesse ever picks up on it. What's that? Alright, so Jesse doesn't have a driver's license, so I'm always the one driving to appointments and everything. Yeah. But, like, I, like, in my head, I know exactly when we have to leave to get there on time. Like, you know, like, the, uh... You're like a fucking built-in Google map. Kind of, yeah. (laughs) 
Like, you know, in Armageddon, they had that line where they had to have the asteroid blown up before everything's fucked. Yeah. That's when I wait to leave. <laughs> so I'll just be like playing a game or I'll do writing, working on something. And Jesse would be like standing at the door waiting. So, okay. I'm like, okay, time to go shut down. And I walk past and I go, waiting on you now. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about my favorite scene in the movie. All right. So, hold on. Before we talk about that, I'm watching it, right, with my spotty knowledge of what's going on. <laughs> and I, he calls him Rhodey, and I was like, wait a minute. That's oh not God. the same Rhodey. <laughs> you didn't realize? T- <laughs> well, I, I realized that at that point, I was like, wait a minute. This guy is hustle and flow, but it's <laughs> not the other guy. Contract dispute? What contract dispute? <laughs> but, no, uh, my favorite scene... He's like, you know, have some sake. I can't have, you know, sushimi without sake. And he's like, no, I'm not going to drink. Flash, like, <laughs> fucking ten minutes later, they're hammered. Like, that's how I feel like my life goes. And then the flight attendants all of a sudden must have went to stripper school <laughs> alongside of their flight attendant school. And, and like, what the hell's going and, like, on? I just love that he has a private jet, and then all of a sudden you just see a stripper pole just appear out said, of the what floor. What the hell? <laughs> and yet, this time when I watched it, I went online to do a little bit of research because of that scene (laughs) from the airport that they took off in Afghanistan. The shortest flight time I found is 22 hours. Jesus. So they have plenty of time to get hammered. That's a hell of a fucking party. (laughs) And sleep it off before they land. I'm impressed that you looked that up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's fucking dedication. I don't even do this shit at work. I go, (laughs) what? No, we're, no. (laughs) That's dedication. I like it. The fucking... He, the first thing he wants is American cheeseburger, and he goes to Burger King. Where would you go, Frank, for a cheeseburger? Well, it depends. Which company is going to pay me to go there so we can... That's fair. And for me, it depends which company has like a deal where you get the most amount of food for the least amount of money, because that's where I'm going to go. Funny enough, I read an article this week about Robert Downey Jr. and making these movies that, you know... He's just, you know, trained actor. And he also knows, like, what it is, like, shooting a movie, being on set. So mm-hmm. he works in ways to where his character is eating on set. That way he doesn't have to do it. So, like, he's improvised lines. That's why, like, I want to go through and do a super cut of every time he's eating in these movies now. <laughs> yeah. Because the only thing that really stands out, you know, like, the hamburger thing. Mm-hmm. And then in, in Avengers, like, when he's, like, talking with Banner... He's, like, eating his, like, snack out of a pouch thing. It's just starting to add up. Like, yeah, he's probably, like, keeping food on set. That way he just, like, munch. But apparently he has a habit of just, like, bringing food on set anyway. Hey, that's a good idea. That's what I do. So at least they're able to work out a deal. Like, I'm just glad he didn't do something cheesy like In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, that's true. The most overrated burger in all of California. I haven't had it. Then again, like, Five Guys is overrated, too. Yeah. I mean, four is enough, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, at, f- at five, you get a little tired. <laughs> I mean, what? What's up? All right, edit that out. Uh, All I can think about is that taco in Endgame, where, like, they <laughs> zoom in, and he's just, like, sh- stuffing it. And then it just <laughs> I was like, who the fuck eats a taco <laughs> like that? Yeah, that's like, what I was saying. 
Uh, that Endgame episode is going to be really good. That's probably going to be two hours. <laughs> I can't wait. Are you kidding? It's just going to be us with microphones re-watching the whole fucking hey, movie. It's just like, uh, we'll just comment the whole thing. Then, uh, um, you got to play Jarvis, that part Bentley. I think so. I read, I can't confirm this. I didn't look up to see if I can find your article again, but I heard that he decided he was retiring from acting. The really? same day he got the call about voicing Jarvis. Wow. Or no, it was if he didn't get the job, uh, he was going to retire. So that, I feel like, okay, he's done all these MCU movies. We see him as a superhero. He, he really needs to get a lot more work now. Yeah. Don't yeah. know where I'm going with that. Yeah, me neither. I'm just now reading IMDb facts at this point, maybe. I still like this dedication. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now imagine next week I have to do the same dedication for Incredible Hulk. Oh, man. I haven't even seen this movie at all, so. We're okay, imp- spoiler alert. A different guy is playing Hulk. Thank you. Then you know. That, you gotta tell me that. Hey, Rhodey. I said, what the fuck? They got two roadies? <laughs> like, what is this guy doing? Come on, you gotta, you gotta love the line when no, knowing that he's not gonna be Rhodey, he looks at it and goes, next time, yeah, baby. And I was like, he's fucking wrong. <laughs> He should have put the suit on now. It's now or never. Well, the contract dispute, from what I heard, was he got paid more than Robert Downey did on Iron Man. Really? Because he was the first one to sign up. Okay. So when the second one came around, he was trying to renegotiate for much higher pay. And I don't know how the MCU would be with him in it because I've never seen him in like any sort of like comedic role. Yeah. Yeah, I think they went with a good choice. But then at the same time, when I'm watching Iron Man, I can't see Don Cheadle in any of those scenes that he did. That's true. Like, I can't take Don Cheadle that serious in, like, the military, like... Baby Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For you out there uh, wondering what I'm doing, I'm pantomiming the choking Baby Thanos. And then... So then Tony gets attacked, and then he ends up in the cave, and Jensen... Is it Jensen or Jensen? I don't even know. I'm going to start watching them with closed caption <laughs> on, I think, because I don't know what they're saying. Like, I the always time. thought it was Jensen, but then I go and I hear him say his own name, and did he say Jensen? It could have been an so, accent. He, yeah, like, I'm not 100% sure now. Again, maybe I should have relooked that up. <laughs> but he's having this, like, heartfelt conversation with Tony, and also, I want to know his storyline... How he ended up in the cave. Yeah. Because later on in the movie, you know, Pepper replaces the arc reactor in his chest, and you see her stick her, like, she literally fists him. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I'm I'm just looking, I'm like, every time I get to the scene, I'm pressing on my own chest, going, there are ribs there. Yeah. Like, I have lungs. Like, you're telling me that guy's such a good doctor? In a cave, he can, like, cut through bone, reshape a lung, put a cup in there, like... Put that shit all on his chest and just... That's a hell of a doctor. Yeah, like, like, he's the world's greatest fucking doctor. I mean, forget what Tony did in a cave. Look at what that guy did did with a scalpel. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that guy, I was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't trust this guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably going to be for the better if you don't do that. So they're they're having a heartfelt conversation, and Jensen tells them like, "What's the line?" 
Oh, he tells Tony that he's a man that has everything and nothing. Yeah. And then that kind of just echoes back again with Endgame that, you know, in Iron Man, he's a man that has everything and nothing to a guy that now does have everything. Yeah. But gives it all up to end up with nothing. Yeah. And for everyone to come back and for the war to end. Yeah. That was a powerful line. So, again, like, I, like it's tough because like if you go on my Letterbox account, I have all the MCU movies ranked. I re-ranked a couple of them around yesterday, and like I want to put Endgame as my number one MCU, but Iron Man's been number one for so long, and it's like rewatch it. And last night, I was like, yeah, Iron Man's number one, but like fucking Endgame does like it bookends everything perfectly. Yeah, and then you have Far From Home, <laughs> and that just that cleans it up. I I don't know. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I liked all of them. This is kind of random, but I, for some reason today, I was just watching like the endings of movies, and I watched <laughs> the ending of Guardians of the Galaxy when they're all like, you know, holding each other. Oh yeah, I love that scene. And then um, I was like, let me watch um, Thor Ragnarok, and you know, I when Led Zeppelin kicks on, it just, I just really gets me going. <laughs> I just love that whole scene. Wait, was that Led Zeppelin? Yeah. What was the song? Immigrant song. Ah. Yeah. So, funny story about that song. Mm. Um, uh, Zach Stentz, one of the writers from the original Thor movie, mm-hmm. he's on Twitter, and he actually tried to get that song put in the first Thor, and really? they kept getting rejected. So now, it, you know, now it's finally in Thor Ragnarok, and everyone fucking loves it. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of want to ask him what scene he wanted to put that in, and then I just fucking put it <laughs> put in there. In there. <laughs> uh, I remember I hated Thor Ragnarok at, at first. Why? I, I didn't give it a chance. I wasn't in a Marvel mood, Frank. Okay. Plus, you, you're like, how, why the fuck are they out there? Yeah, I was like, what's going on? He has long hair. He doesn't have long hair. He's missing an eye. I, I fell asleep. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> It was just, it was a shit show, and then I rewatched it. I was like, "Damn, this movie is fucking good. I should have watched it the first time properly." You know what my favorite part about Thor Ragnarok is? What? Kronk or not Kronk? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of his name either. Oh, oh fuck. shit! <laughs> All right, we're good. We're good. There. Earthquake. Yeah. Earthquake test. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I love the rock guy. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to sell a revolution and print enough pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish there was a scene in Endgame where he's running around the battlefield throwing out fucking pamphlets. <laughs> that was Viva la revolution! <laughs> uh, yeah, he's definitely funny. I like the, the comedy in the movies. Like, I know, like, Rocket is one of my favorite. You know, because just, like, the comedic relief. That's the thing. I hated him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Really? Why? Because he went from, like, you know, okay, he's kind of cheeky, you know, okay, he's funny. But in that one, he's just a fucking dick for no reason. (laughs) Him and Batista are just, like, dicks for no reason. Yeah. Like, ooh, Mantis, you're hideous. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I'd fuck her. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? What? But then I, he redeemed I, himself. I mean, just make her wear a hat, because the intent is, okay, to make me a little freaky, but... Hey, you get used to it. Sometimes you gotta be alright with some shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, though, he redeemed himself in Infinity War and Endgame. 
Well, not really him. We were just calling him Sweet Rabbit. It's kind of Thor, but it was still funny. All right, anyway, this is about Iron Man. Iron Man, the, yeah. The, the podcast, you you should have called it, like, Marvel ADD, because we just keep going to other stuff. But, no, we're back on Iron Man, and we'll get to those later. The um, Speaking of the comic relief, when the... Um, I know this is gonna sound real dumb, but that that thing that would like spray him what, if he was on fire. Oh, I yeah, was dummy. cracking up with that, and he was like, "Don't spray me, or I'll donate <laughs> you." <laughs> and I'll then, donate you to a city college. And then he came through the fucking wall, and you just see it, and it just goes, "Shh." <laughs> I was cracking up, uh, and then a sad realization didn't, you know. It didn't translate well to today when I think he's going in towards the end to like a banquet or something and he says, Hey, Hef and it turns around and it's Stanley and I was like, Oh, Hef's dead and then turned around Stanley, oh shit. This is <laughs> this is just sad all over. Alright, so Jebediah's plan in the movie mm-hmm. was he hired the Ten Rings to kill Tony Stark because I guess he wanted to take over the company. Yep. But his plan always kind of bothers me a little. Because, okay, he hires the Ten Rings. And then they send him a video of them with Tony demanding something. And then he saves it on his desktop in a folder that says... Super Confidential. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. (laughs) And I go... That, that's kind of like me if I was a teenager and I have a photo on my desktop that said, definitely not porn. Yeah. <laughs> that's him going, yeah, that's definitely not shady shit. All right. Put a fucking ransom video on there. Yeah, that was weird. So the Ten Rings were hired, didn't know that they were killing Tony Stark, realize it's Tony Stark, and then make a demand for, like he said, the price went up. Yeah. I guess they wanted more money, but really the Ten Rings was having Tony try to make a missile for him. And I'm thinking, if they, if they just talk to Jebediah, he could be like, oh, we'll just send you the fucking missiles, just kill him. It's yeah, no problem. We're good, the movie's over. Because later you find out they're supplying him with weapons anyway, they get the missile anyway. Yeah. If they just killed him, would have saved a lot of headache. Yeah, exactly. But then, later on in the movie, Tony walks into the apartment, then he gets the call, and Jebediah just kind of does that little paralysis thing. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Think about that scene. This is my probably the only actual problem I have with it. Rewind it a little. Mm-hmm. This means Jebediah is in Tony Stark's house. Was Tony not there? Just hiding behind the couch in the living room. Going, all right. The moment he sits down on the couch, going to fucking paralyze him. <sighs> yeah, that's true. And I'm going to have this perfect device I can use to get the thing out of his chest even though we don't know the specs of it at all, I somehow have the thing that'll get it out. <laughs> yeah. And that means, okay, he's going to do that, knowing that's going to kill Tony, and he's paralyzed. If Tony dies like he wants him to, someone is going to discover Tony dead on the couch with the thing ripped out of his chest, and now all of a sudden, Stark Industries has that device. Yeah. I feel like it's a crime that he's definitely going to get caught for no matter what. Yeah. It should have just taken Tony with him. I, like, dumped him in the river or something. And then have Dummy come out and rescue him. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm glad I didn't send you to a city college. 
I'm wet. I'm not on fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Alright, <laughs> so back to Tony being in the cave. He's building the suit. Mm-mm. I just love the whole, like, not even just in the cave. Like, he's in the cave, he builds the suit. Also, after the movie, we see him tinkering. We see him doing, like, soldering on shit, building the pieces one by one. And then for the rest of the universe, we never see him doing that kind of shit again. Just, okay, Jarvis, print up another suit for you. It's like... The only thing we get to see him really tinker with again isn't until Iron Man 3, that the opening sequence of the flying parts. But, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it would have made all the movies too long to just constantly seeing him working on shit. But I wish we got to see, like, Tony tinkering more yeah. than we did. What I don't understand about that is they had cameras watching him, right? When he was, like, supposed to be building the missile. Yeah. And he wasn't building the missile. Well, they didn't know what he was working on. Like, there's a scene where they're looking at the cameras, and they have they have blueprints for the missile. And you know, that's this, this. Yeah. They don't know. I mean, but really, like... Because he was in captivity for two months. So, obviously, I think they should understand that he was making a new chess piece so he didn't have to carry a car battery around. Yeah. I don't know, maybe the terrorist should have been a little more lenient on his deadline. Yeah, maybe. Checked on him a little bit more. Like, hey, how's the missile coming? This robot suit doesn't look like a <laughs> missile. <laughs> well, that's why they kind of put it together, like, in a hurry. and Yeah, that's true. And then Jensen, Jensen, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> he just... should have just waited, but there wasn't enough time. Yeah, and like... If you think about it, Jensen, he knew going in he was going to sacrifice himself for Tony to live. So really, Jensen, he done he did more for the world than that fucking rat in Endgame did. Hey, there <laughs> you got no argument from me. He did. Yeah, I mean, without Jensen, we wouldn't have Tony. And without the rat, we wouldn't have Any- Ant-Man. <laughs> That's true. It was just going further further down the rabbit hole. I know. It's all weaved together. <laughs> And then, like, then when he finally does make that suit and gets to do the escape, one of my favorite moments is when Tony swings, gets his arm kind of stuck in the side of the cave. Yeah. Guy comes up, just shoot him in the head, just ricochets yeah. him back. I was like, well, that was easy. It's like, that is fucking dark for a Disney movie now. Yeah, that's true. Wasn't always Disney. That's true. Now, like I said earlier, when Pepper was, like, fisting Tony. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> Back when I was managing the theater, we had a projector mess up. It froze at the moment she puts his hand in. So people were coming out complaining that the movie froze. I go to the projector, I look out there, and you just see, like... That's awkward. Her fisting <laughs> his chest. So that's, kind of like, that's kind of a graphic part for it to freeze up at. Yeah. So the projector's all acting all fucked up because it's just running on. <laughs> That was a cop, cr- or not, I think that was an ambulance that drove by. Hey, either one, I'll, I'll so, fuckered. the computer's all glitching out, so, like, I'm trying to, like, rewind, and it's just, like, doing, like, three frames, like, forward and backwards, constantly, like, her fist, <laughs> like, going in and out, in and out. I'm like, oh, shit, they're gonna think I'm down here just doing that shit on purpose. So, finally, I just shut it all down and start the movie, like... Two minutes before that scene. You fucking shut it down. You start the movie over. People are bitching that you started it from the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and just go round and round. 
I can't, I can't fucking win. <laughs> I like how, um, you know, obviously they showed, you know, the birth of Shield, like you were saying, you know, but you don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, the strategic homeland mm-hmm. intervention. Yep. Wait. Uh, intervention, logistic, division. Yep. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, uh, I'll probably say this again when Captain Marvel episode comes out. It bothers me that they're struggling with what to call it in 2008, but then when we see it in the 90s, they're just going around calling it S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's true. I guess that's a problem when you make put movies out that are kind of out of order. Yeah. Uh, Although there is one thing in that movie that makes me want to... I had this set as a goal for me one day. What's that? When Jebediah comes back to tell him about the stockholders meeting, he offers Tony pizza from yeah. New York. Yeah. It's like, I want to be that rich one day where I get pizza kind of just delivered to me. From across. another state. <laughs> no, not state. From the other <laughs> side of the fucking country. Yeah. Uh like, how fucking cold do you think that shit is? Like It looks <laughs> shitty. Like, he opened a box, and my first time, I was like, that pizza looks shitty. And, like, he starts eating it like he's a fucking college student. Yeah. Jeez. Like, he eats one, then he grabs, like, two more. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how rich I want to be one day. Get a pizza delivered to me that's flown on a private jet. <laughs> so, go out and support the Patreon. Yep. So, we're going to order pizza from <laughs> California. Do you imagine that wait time on your phone? <laughs> All right, Frank, looks like we'll be eating this time in two days. <laughs> uh, what about the um, the scene where he was testing out, like, flying? That, I was cracking up, actually, <laughs> oh, by that, myself. That first one? Yeah, the like, first one, he the just flip, slims fucking, into the wall. Yeah. I actually remember that part from when I saw it ten years ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, I do remember this, and the rest of the movie, nothing. I, I, like, it's weird, like, you know, it's... Almost 12 years later since the movie came out. Yeah. And there's all these great beats that still keep hitting me. I hope all the great beats in Endgame, they, they, 12 years from now, they still have to be hitting me. Oh, hell yeah. Like, like uh, that movie's just, it's really good. Like, I, it's just the culmination of everything, and it's, I think it's just, it's the best one. Like, I remember when I saw Infinity War, like, we went to a showing... Like, opening night, I went, that was good. And then I thought about getting tickets to see it immediately again. And I decided not to. But then when I bought the trailer, or not when I bought the trailer, when I bought the tickets for Endgame when they came out, right away, that was a no-brainer. Like, I, I'm the, and I'm so fucking glad I did. I think opening weekend, I saw it four times. Yeah. Dude, no lie. If you put it on right now, and it was the scene... Where everybody's, you know, coming out of the uh, the big holes, <laughs> the portals. <laughs> yeah, and then you know he says Avengers assemble. I get fucking goosebumps every time. It doesn't matter. <sighs> like the music whistled, the build up that's all the it. way up to assemble. Yep. Like I love like mm. that's the thing for me. Like when you have good scenes, good actors, and then the soundtrack is on point. That that's what makes it. And, like, a couple years ago, uh, stories online were coming out about how the scores for the MCU are all forgettable. Uh, and I kind of called bullshit on them back then, and I'll do it now. What makes a great score memorable is just hearing it enough. Yeah. 
So like, okay, yeah, Iron Man comes out. You may not recognize score cues on it. Or like not even that, but like you know, Sword Ragnarok. Like all like the non like you just watch the movie enough, it'll become memorable. Yeah. Like you could put any song on the opening scroll like scrolling credits of Star Wars. Yeah. And it would be a classic. Yeah. Because people watch Star Wars enough where you know the music. Mm-hmm. And, like, the endgame music, we heard all that music, like, the main theme all throughout, you know, Avengers 1 and 2, mm-hmm. Infinity War. But endgame is just, it's, everything just is building on top of each other. Oh, yeah. You had me on top of each other. <laughs> Although there is one thing in Iron Man 1 that kind of stands out. What? Like, the first time he gets into a suit and he's, like, all pissed off. Like, I know it's like, he's wearing kind of, like, a, a rubber, like, kind of, like, a scuba suit kind of thing. hmm But then, like, after that movie, he's just always just wearing regular clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they didn't want to have to try to explain, like, wardrobe changes or whatever. Yeah, that's true. But, like, yeah, Iron Man 1, like, you know, you see him building each piece individually. It makes you feel like, hey, this shit can be real. It can be made. Yeah. It kind of has, but in like a real clunky, not cool way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, the folder that had the video on Jebediah saying it was called yeah. Ultra Secret. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna be the first fucking thing you click on. Ultra yeah. Secret, like I want to know. Yeah. And then like I remember when the movie came out, I felt like it was kind of bullshit that Pepper could just change the language to English. <laughs> and I go, what kind of fucking bullshit is that? But now we have technology where, like, you know, the the Pixel Buds, that can do, like, the live transcribing. So it's like, okay, the movie was just ahead of the time, and I was a dipshit. Hey, don't beat yourself up over it. I did, um, I enjoyed, you know, when he would talk with Pepper, you know, and try to, I don't know, it's just like a weird relationship, because he, you know, he's... You know, getting with other women upstairs. She's downstairs, and then he's like well, they, trying they, to they, sweet talk. Well, no, they don't live together. She's just his assistant. Well, yeah, but then like there was the scene where he was downstairs, and then he's like trying to sweet talk her. You know, get yourself something nice for your birthday, and well, he was sweet talking her, but also not at the same time. It's like, oh, just buy something. Like I don't care. Yeah. And at that point, she'd already did. <laughs> yeah, that dress. Yeah, what's the open back and. Oh, man. He's getting me too. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Rhodey always stealing Tony's shit. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't until this time that I watched it, but in Iron Man 2, you know, Rhodey, you know, at the birthday party, steals the the Mach 2, no, yeah, the Mach 2 suit mm-hmm. that be- ends up becoming War Machine. Yeah. But I realized in Iron Man 1, you know, Tony's dying on the couch. Oh, no, he's already in this basement with the new arc reactor mm-hmm. Rhodey shows up walks in through the front door finds Tony whatever goes downstairs and then after he says next time baby he leaves but he's in one of Tony's cars that say like Stark 3 on the license plate That's so true. it's like wait he just showed up upstairs he had to have a regular car but now he's like stealing one of his cars I mean to be fair it's a different Rhodey so <laughs> it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Terrence Howard stole the car. Yeah. Rhodey stole the suit in the next movie. Now you got it. And 
I do wish the franchise elaborated more on like suits for Rhodey. Oh, yeah, so when like in Iron Man Two, Justin Hammer, okay, uh, builds up Rhodey's suit to be the first War Machine. Mm-hmm. But then we never see like Tony tinkering with the suit. It's just always War Machine. But like, what different versions? And like, now that Tony's dead, is like that War Machine suit he has now have to really last them? Yeah, that's true. Cause like, I wouldn't mind seeing a War Machine movie where, okay, Don Cheadle, he has to deal with like parts of the suit breaking down. I mean, I guess there's a, uh, you know, just start hanging around uh, Black Pants and more, get them to keep fixing up with their tech. Yeah, that's what I would hang around with. They yeah. got some pretty cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they could do like for crazy one, ass surgery. For so. one, in Infinity War. There would have been a lot, le- de- lot less deaths if they just gave everyone a Black Panther suit made out of the material that is all around them there. Yeah. All right, you guys are going to get these shitty weapons. One person's going to have what it takes, and we're going to fight. <laughs> and, and Steve, we know you got really used to that one big shield, but how about we give you two mini ones to put on your wrist, make you look like a gopher? They should have just did two. He combines <laughs> them together and just one big-ass shield. Someone get this man a shield. Yeah, someone get this man a shield. Eh, we're going to give him two small ones. <laughs> Is that's that good? about it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, all, that's good. That's all we found. Yeah, I'll fix your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll work on your car for free. <laughs> Rub Springer. Oh, man. And then the movie ends with, like, after he like, defeats Jebediah and all that, the press conference. And apparently it was improvised that, you know, he just tells everyone he's Iron Man. Because, like, if you see some, like, the anime and movies or the comic books, it's not really supposed to be, hey, Tony Stark is Iron Man. Yeah. So, they really, like, shot themselves in the foot. But also, it's just badass him not having to worry about a secret identity. That frees up a lot of, like, shit they would have wasted in the future movies. That's true. And then the big payoff before the snap. Yeah. Because he says the same thing, and you're like, oh, shit. You know, but, we're ending the first movie with that, and then we're ending, you know, Endgame with that. And, like, I was, and the first time I saw Endgame, I went, this is perfect. And then I hear Tony talk some more and go, they fucked that up. <laughs> and then they, you know, I love you 3,000. And I went, ah, they got that in there. Yep. But, yeah. but, yeah, then the movie ends. We get the end credits scene. Yep. And even then, when it came out, like, just doing a mess, like, I, I remember thinking, going, Oh man, like I'm looking up online, looking at like what movies they're planning, and I went, okay, so if they do, you know, like who would they need to get? And me and like some other people from the theater just shooting the shit. We pretty much settled on what we ended up getting was like, uh, you got to have Captain America, got to have Thor, got to have Spider Man, but Sony has Spider Man, so that's out. Yeah. Like, maybe maybe Hulk is going to tie in. And I remember going, like, oh, man, we're at least, like, we got to be, like, four year, four or five years away. I can't wait that long. It's going to be fucking forever. Cut to now, 12 years later, everything that we've gotten, an Endgame. Like, they have to know they're never going to fucking top Endgame. No. Like, they're never going to be allowed to make another three-hour movie. <laughs> no. I mean... They could build the characters up, I think, in the movies that they're planning, but I don't think it's going to be just like these iconic characters. Like, I don't think it'll ever top that. 
Yeah, like now if you kind of want to go full circle, now they're doing all the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. I guess they kind of know that, okay, if people have Disney Plus and they're watching these shows, we can build up stuff. That's true. And then we don't have to worry about building it too much up in the movie. We can do more of these bigger build-ups without waiting a decade. Yeah, that's true. And, like, probably some things will tie in, you know, make some more sense, you well, know. Well, if I, you were saying that Disney Plus will be a necessity because stuff is going to tie directly in, like, there's rumors around, like, there's what? Cap, not Captain Falcon, uh, what? Falcon and uh, Winter Bucky, Soldier? Yeah. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So that. I really like the Winter Soldier. I don't know. I always hated Bucky just because I hated how, like, oh no, I, like, Captain America 1, oh no, I have to say Bucky. Captain America 2, oh no, the bad guy's Bucky. Captain America 3, god damn it, Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm getting tired of Bucky. And now we're stuck with Bucky. <laughs> Bucky's still alive. <laughs> that was the Martha moment of that game. <laughs> Why did you say that name? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go up and watch that game. All right, so yeah, Iron Man came out. Domestically, it did a little over $300 million. Worldwide, almost 300 So total, almost $600 million. That's pretty much what Endgame did in a weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But that was a different time then. You know, there wasn't, you know, these superhero movies coming out, and that was kind of like, you know, the foundation to what we have now. Yeah, like, we had Iron Man and Incredible Hulk in 2008. 2009, nothing. Mm -hmm. 2010, we then got Iron Man 2. 2011, that's when we got uh, Thor, then Captain America. Then 12, we got Avengers. So that took us four years to get those, what, five movies? Mm. No, six? Yeah, six movies to get four years. And now they're building up to do four in one year. Yeah. Like, I think phase three of the MCU was pretty much larger than one and two combined. Yeah. It's like... I mean, we got two Avengers movies a year apart, which that's... uh, They're never going to be able to do anything like that again. Yeah. But yeah, Iron Man, I still think is my... It, uh, like, this is a real Sophie's choice right here. Yeah. Like, which is better, Iron Man or Endgame? Endgame had such, had huge payoffs, but Iron Man is still a great one movie. I, I don't... It's... I feel like it's not... You can't compare those two evenly, because... Like, pretty much you end up going in blind with Endgame... And you're just having fun, like, watching everything all over again. I was a fan of Marvel and, you know, the comics and stuff, but I never, you know, took the time to watch any of the movies. You know, we went, um, you know, Frank was like, let's go see Endgame. I wasn't even going to see it. You know, people were like, hey, you're going to go see Endgame when it comes out? And I was like, no, I'm, you know, probably catch it on, you know, Blu-ray or whatever. And then went and saw it, and I was like, damn, like, this is a really good movie. That kind of sparked my interest. And then I went back and watched all of the movies, except for Hulk and Doctor Strange. And 
it just and I get the sense you walking into Endgame. Part of you had to have been dreading it, going three fucking hours. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's I, going on. I'll tell you the exact time. I was having a good time. I you know, beginning came on. I said, "Oh shit, they're you know killing Thanos is pretty hot." I didn't want him to die, but hey. <laughs> then you know it was kind of slow. You know, with um, you know, Captain America and um, uh, Black Widow. You know, where they're talking. I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. And then it was like, okay, we're going to do a time heist. We're going back. And I said, <laughs> fuck, this is this is where I needed to watch all of the movies. This is my nightmare. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'll see you guys. <laughs> but no, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. And then I think now, going back and watching them all, and then I watch Endgame now, it just it's that much better. But it's the journey. <laughs> and if I could remember the quote that he said at the end, I would say it, but I can't. Every journey has an end. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, and so next week will be all about Incredible Hulk, so no one's going to listen to that episode. Hey, I probably won't. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'll be watching that for the first time, so I'm, I'm jazzed up about that. Different character, too, so... Like, I have a friend, he refuses to accept Incredible Hulk as being part of the MCU because of them changing the actor mm-hmm. but there's I'm not going to ruin anything for you even though I, you don't care about spoilers yeah. but oh yeah again like you didn't do it this time make sure you watch through the end credits I will there is a character there is an actor that is in Incredible Hulk that pops up in both Civil War and Endgame okay so to me that's enough for it to connect Okay. Like, oh. I, I really want them to bring back uh, the actress that played Betty in Incredible Hulk. I want to see her get reunited with Banner and be like, wow, you look really different. That would be funny. <laughs> well, who knows? I don't know. I have dreams, damn it. I guess the Hulk is signed on, though, for more movies. So we're, we're going to see something. Yeah, from a legal standpoint, he can't have a standalone movie. He just, has to be partnered with somebody. Just fucking throw him in everything. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a Hulk Spider-Man movie. Hey, I'll take it. Like, maybe Peter gets sick or whatever. Okay. In the anime, it should. Did you ever watch it? A little bit. Well, it's it. on Disney Plus now, so watch it. All right. There's a storyline in the cartoon that I loved... That I want them to put in a movie. But every time I think about it, I go, there's no way they could realistically, you know, make that happen. It'll look cheesy. But then they can make Santos look real. Yeah. So I want in a Spider-Man movie to where Peter grows extra arms. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, I want that to happen. Maybe Banner has to go and help him, yes. like, solve, like... Yes, I remember. I actually had a toy growing up with that. Yeah, like... Yeah, I remember that. Like, that scared the shit out of me as a kid, because <laughs> it, it looked freaky as fuck. Yeah. But, like, I think that would just look badass in a movie. Like, especially if they give him a suit that has them all. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck it, he doesn't need those robotic arms, just... <laughs> yeah. I think that would be cool. Yeah. But I think that's about gonna wrap it up for this week. Sounds good. I feel good about this episode. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. Everyone's gonna hate it, but hey, whatever. Don't you, I mean, you start with a 
joke. It's all downhill from there. I hey, mean, you, you gotta I be fought positive. an uphill battle this whole way, recovering <laughs> you, from that. You gotta be positive. Alright, so that wraps up for me. You can find me on Twitter at FrankKemps3. You can find me at Steve Bugatti. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and Xbox. Well, yeah, that's true if you, you want to add me on there. We'll see you next week for The Hulk. Incredible Hulk. It is incredible. Although, maybe we should make it a twofer and so in that Eric Banner Hulk hey. that I've never completely seen. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be interesting. All right. That's the end of it. All right. We'll see you next week. Frank's Castle. Oh, I fucking redlined the shit out of that. Back that up. Okay, ready for take two? All right, let's All go. Right. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog trailer coming up for Valentine's Day. Nice little date night for <laughs> What was that movie last week that uh, somebody stole from you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a date. Oh, man. Shit, I forgot to bring Zoolander Steelbook. <laughs> no, fuck that movie. I'm bringing it. Whoa, you can't That's say that. That's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, that was so bad, I'm marking it right now to cut. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw... No, this is going to be cut for, like, the after credits. <laughs> like, I saw a meme that had a picture of Tom Holland visiting sick kids in the hospital. <laughs> that shouldn't be the funny part. But the caption goes, Oh, man, I'm jealous of these kids. They get to meet Tom Holland one day and Stanley the next. <laughs> I saw it. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking memes. Like I said, memes are the greatest thing to come from the internet. Well, second greatest. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. Uh, Fuck, I don't know how to end these things. And, uh, you yeah. know. Until then, take care of yourself and each other. I stole that from Jerry Springer. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.